What's up, mommies? And poppies, it's Lauren. And it's Danielle. And this is the A Mommies podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. This week, there's a lot to talk about. Not in like the news exactly, but in Lauren and I's personal lives. We're making big moves over here, people, and we want to take you along for the ride. Hell yeah. We're out here making money moves. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Moves. (laughs) Um, Today's episode will be a little more chill and a less about current events and pop culture and our unpopular opinions. Uh, We have some pretty big updates for y'all and we finally get to share them and we're super excited. Yeah, we've we've had these updates for a while. We just haven't had a chance to talk to you guys about them. I don't even know if they care, honestly. (laughs) I know. I don't think anyone really cares, but I mean, we're going to share it anyways. And we hope that you guys will be happy for us. Yes. And Lauren and I are content queens, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) We're professionals now. Hashtag influencers. Hashtag hashtag podcasters. (laughs) Hashtag share with your friends. Um, okay, so Lauren, you have had a pretty busy um dating life these last two weeks. <laughs> Do you want to give everybody an update on uh your side host? <laughs> oh my god, I don't even know what's happening. Like, I don't know like what is my life right now. Um, okay, let me start from the beginning, which I think was a couple of weeks ago when I was in Hawaii. So when we last recorded the episode, I was in Hawaii and while I was there, there were just some, um, I guess developments that happened. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean developments? (laughs) Okay. Maybe not developments per se. It was mostly one-sided where I realized (laughs) that I (laughs) kind of had a cute little crush on someone. (laughs) Ooh, crushy crush. Those are so fun. I love crushes. Yeah. So, okay. Up until that point, um, there, okay. So I went to Hawaii with a group of, uh, my college friends, mostly guys, like I loved them to death. They're like super chill. I'm super grateful that I've met them. They're a lot of fun. Um, but within that group, there's just there, they have a friend, um, who I've known for a while. I want to say like, it's been a couple of years. Um, But like when I first met him, like I thought he was cute. Right. But at the time I was booed up. So like nothing happened. Yeah. And I think he's like kind of shy. So like, I didn't really get a feel for his personality, like until recently within the last, like maybe year or so. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I just always thought he, to me, I always thought he was kind of just like eye candy, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, anytime I see him, I'm like, Oh, in my head, I'm like, Oh, he's looking hella cute today. <laughs> like his fit is fire. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, this man knows how to dress. And I feel like most of the time when I'm around the guys, we're all super casual. Um, we don't really get dressed up a lot, like unless we're going out or whatever. Um, but the few times that we do go out for dinner or whatever, like I see this man walking down the street, like dressed in the nines and like, I have to make sure my jaw doesn't drop. Hot boy summer. <laughs> oh my God. We love a man that can dress nice. We love a man actually that just knows how to dress. 
Yeah, this man knows how to dress. He's got style. Um, and it was funny because that that time, okay, so when I was in San Francisco, we all went to dinner. I saw him like dressed super nicely. And I was like texting some of my girlfriends. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Dad, I can't. <laughs> I can't. When when was this? Like when you were in San Francisco last, like a month ago? Yeah, I think it was a month okay. ago now. Um, I feel like the development of this crush happened like like intensely a month ago. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I would yeah, okay. I would say maybe a month ago. So a month ago I was in San Francisco. And then I think it really because I started to like get to know him more in group settings, I was like, okay, I think this I'm like this is kind of evolving more from like eye candy to a little bit of a crush. And then we go to Hawaii and I'm spending more time with him. And like, he's like opening up to me and like being like friendlier. And I don't know, we kind of, were just having more conversations and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I have a crush. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's real. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I kind of like messed up the situation though. Like, so I was, when I was in Hawaii, I basically was drunk the entire time, like at night, every, mm-hmm. every single day of the week I was drunk. And so yeah. throughout the time that I was there, I drunkenly, like basically the cat's out the bag and pretty much the whole, whole people, if pretty much the whole group probably knows that I have a crush on this man. Um, Does he know? Did that like ever? No, I don't think okay. so. And so all my guy friends were trying to convince me. They're like, oh, you know, if you like him and you're trying to date him, like you should just tell him. Like, Are you trying I- to date him though? Oh, well, okay. That's the thing. I was telling them, I was like, okay, look, I am moving. There yeah. are changes happening in my life where, and like, wait, we didn't even tell them you're moving. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Now cat's out the bag. It's like, <laughs> cat's back again. I know. <laughs> now you guys see why this happens to Lauren. <laughs> I know. I'm. Uh, well, I was trying. To, okay. Yeah. So, I'm moving to New York. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, I know. Well. Well. Okay. We'll get into that story later and how the, mm-hmm. I came to this decision. But like, basically, the stars kind of aligned for me, and I've never lived outside of California. And that's kind of just something I want to do, you know, for my own like personal experience and growth. Mm-hmm. So I figured, fuck it. Why not? I'm going to move. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, okay. Backtracking to the story. Um, my guy friends were trying to convince me to tell them how I feel. And I was like, okay, in my head, first of all, that's really awkward. Like, <laughs> what do you say? Oh, I have a crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> um and then two I was like I'm moving to New York like first okay that's even further of a distance and most of my relationships have been long distance at some point or other like there was an element of long distance in my relationship sorry to just cut in quickly we had this conversation like I think the very first episode where we talked about you and distance and how you prefer to have long distance relationships because you feel like you're suffocated when people live near you. (laughs) 
okay. See, I say that. And then like these things that are happening in my life, I'm like, God damn it. Like, I swear, like, I, I, I like wanted to try, you know, a normal relationship where, you know, the guy I'm dating is relatively like close to me in the general vicinity, but with the way that things are happening right now, I'm like, God, like long distance relationships really just like follow me. Yeah, like, they do. Like Maybe this- that's who you are. <laughs> but like at this point like by the time I have a husband is he gonna be overseas like in international waters <laughs> you're gonna have like a husband in Korea like playing basketball and you're gonna be in New York City I know god <sighs> okay well okay so back to the story they were trying to convince me I was like first of all how do you even say that second of all I'm moving to New York third of all I was like I don't want to mess up these friend dynamics because, you know, I, I love my guy friends. I like hanging out with them. I feel like within the past year, I've really started to like get to know some of their friends in their group. Um, and like, I don't know, I just feel like a relation, like my friendship with all of them is, um, just growing and getting a little Mm -hmm. stronger. And I was like, I really don't want to mess with those dynamics because, you know, like my friendship with the group and my guy friends is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, you're overthinking it. Like, we're not going to make it awkward. Like it's us. What are you talking about? Like, you know, we don't care. And they were like, the worst he can say is no. Or, and, you know, and then you move on and then it's fine. Yeah. But I feel like you've already had a dating situation within your friend group <clears throat> and things are awkward. <laughs> um. So I see your hesitance there. In general, do you think that dating in friend groups is something that you would do? Or is it just like this friend group where you are are feeling kind of hesitant? See, like I've been thinking about this a lot because there's different friend groups where I've kind of like tried to think about the situation. And I feel like maybe it's just more specifically this friend group um, that I that makes me really hesitant. Um, not because that I think that they would act weird. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to mess with that dynamic, you know, like, even though, yeah, like, even though all of them live in San Francisco and I'm in LA, like somehow I still see them pretty frequently. And I think that I've just, I don't know, I've just gotten closer with them and I, I I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, so I don't know I was getting all in my head and I drunkenly like I think one night like in the car like I was like where's my man and they were like (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know I can't be trusted (laughs) 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 yeah I don't I don't know but so I like talked to my therapist about this I was like yeah like I think I like I like him I just I don't really know what to do like you know, the guys are kind of like trying to encourage me to, you know, make a move. And in my head, I was like, if I just outwardly flirt with him, like obviously flirt with him, like maybe he'll get it. And they're like, Lauren, he's not going to get it. He's oblivious. He hasn't dated in a while. Like you need, you need to just be upfront with him and tell him. And I was like, Why do I have to make the move? Why do I have to do anything? Lauren, go after what you want. Do it. You've gone after so many things that you want in the last month. 
what's one more thing I know I know all of those things turned out to be good things like you did not face any sort of like rejection or bad energy or juju or anything from your mistakes that you've or mistakes for decisions that you've made in the last like month and a half I feel like if you do this one you are on a roll and you're gonna get a good response yeah okay the guys were like oh they were like honestly like I think he might respond really well you just you know and they were like the worst he can say is no and they were like you know as guys like when we hit on girls like we never know if they like us or not or if they're feeling us we just go for it Mm -hmm. I was like okay yeah but it's a little different like you know I feel like men are a little more comfortable in like making these moves and I think I talked about this with one of my friends maybe I mentioned it to you but I was like it's I feel like since I've been online dating and like you know playing the field a little bit I think I've gotten a little more comfortable and confident in the way that I like speak to men and like being bold and asking them out and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but I only feel that comfortable and confident when they're like kind of strangers not kind of strangers (laughs) when they're strangers yeah because there's there's like less stakes in the game right yeah like if it doesn't work out I'm probably never going to see them again or never talk to them whereas like in this situation like I am going to see him again like at at some point or another yeah that's true and then on the flip side like what if I make a move and then it does work out and then lo and behold I'm in another fucking long distance relationship except it's on opposite coasts (laughs) yeah like how do you even start something up when you know when I'm I'm making this big move okay in different time zones let me just say something because I did exactly what you did three years ago. (laughs) I was on a different coast with my ex and was on that coast for like four months before I came to LA and you just make it work. You, I don't know, like it was like you speak at night at certain times, like you just have to make like you guys have to make yourselves a priority in each other's lives. Cause if you don't, that's when it's going to crumble. So my advice to you is if this does flourish and become a relationship when you move just, and and I think it's going to happen anyways, because you guys are going to be so infatuated with each other. Like that's a honeymoon, but just, it's just making time for each other. Like making sure that you're checking in or like speaking to each other. It doesn't have to be every day. I know that you don't like that, but <laughs> but you know just I think it's just making that time like when I was in the stages of an early like talking whatever they're talking stages situationship whatever it is like we would make a time at like six o'clock or no that's actually pretty early for LA like eight o'clock every day and talk and then I would go to bed at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock that's a really long time to talk but I feel like when you like love or or not even love, just are like infatuated with each other. You just want to talk to that person all the time. That's true. Oh yeah. So I don't know. Um, so when I came back from Hawaii, I talked to my therapist and it had been like a month since I talked to her and I was like giving her all these updates. And she basically told me that I was overthinking it and that I should just try it. And she was like, you should just try texting him or reaching out to him I was like if I just frequent his dms like is that good enough you think no 
I know. No. I know. <laughs> she, she was like, no, he's not. Like me and your therapist are on the same page. <laughs> what is that saying? Carpe diem. Sees the day. Yeah. She basically was saying that men don't really think things like that far through, like, especially in this instance. Like she was like, you're overthinking it. Like they don't, like men don't see it like this. They don't think like, oh, I have all these obstacles like in front of me to, you know, achieve this one thing. Um, so she was like, they, she was like, your friends like probably really don't care. And they probably really actually support you in, in doing this. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? They tell, they're saying that they are. Do you just not believe them? No, I I do. I just I don't. don't You're just scared. Yeah, it's scary. (laughs) It's scary to make the first move. I know. I was like, I don't even know what to. Like, I don't even know what you would say. What I would say. Like, should we practice right now? Oh yeah. I mean, like I had an opportunity while I was in Hawaii. Like, I feel like I could have like outrageously flirted with him and I Mm -hmm. think maybe he would have gotten it, Mm -hmm. but I was in too much shock of his answer to respond. Oh, okay. Um, maybe just get some liquid courage, get your phone out (laughs) and stare at that text message and think, (laughs) What would I want to see from him if he shot his shot? <laughs> oh, do you know what Lizzo did recently? Oh, my God. With Chris Evans. You should send him that. <laughs> That's what you send him, those emojis. I don't know. I don't even know if he would get that. Like, I don't know. His his friends, like, I, I'm saying his friends, but they're also my friends. But they're just, they're they're closer with him and they've known him longer. They make him sound like this, like, naive little baby child. Like, not baby child. This, like, naive doe-eyed deer that, like, has no idea, that, like, that women are flirting with him. Okay. <laughs> but then if you send it and... He responds, what's that? And you could say, oh, I'm shooting my shot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but actually that's pretty genius because this whole time, like, okay. So my therapist was like, oh, you should text him. And I was like, say what? Like, say what to text? Like, what would I say? I have nothing to say. And she was like, oh, maybe see, like, maybe use an excuse of like, oh, I think I left my sunglasses. Like, did you see it when, you know, when you were leaving or something like that? And then she was like, then you could just, you know, start the conversation from there. And I was like, mm, no, I don't, really, I don't really like that. Like, <laughs> like that seems lame to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. So yeah, she was like, if you text him first and make the effort, he's going to notice that. And she was telling me, she's like, oh, you know, even if he doesn't like consciously know that you're flirting with him and that you're interested she was like, it seems like subconsciously, maybe he knows and that he's like receiving everything you're putting out there. Yeah. Maybe he like understands and knows what you're doing, but he's not sure. Cause you know, sometimes people are like, well, I think he flirted with me, but I don't know. Like maybe he feels that way where he's like, I think she's flirting with me, but I don't know. (laughs) 
I know I, there were like certain moments I was like telling one of my friends, I was like, I feel like we've definitely had moments on this trip. Like we've had our moments. And I think he for sure was flirting with me. And I was like, I wish people saw this. So someone could tell me whether <laughs> I'm thinking it's right or not. You got, it would be really funny if you guys were both going through the same motions right now. And like, he was on the other end thinking like, I wonder if Lauren like knows that I'm flirting with her. <laughs> and you were like, I don't know if he knows I'm flirting with him. He's oblivious. <laughs> That's a movie. I know. I don't know. So I, I don't know. I, I asked, so my guy friends, they offered, they're like, oh, maybe like after we'll ask him like, oh, how do you feel about Lauren? I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you do that? And like, let me know what he says. And they're like, Lauren, we're not in middle school anymore. Just grow some fucking balls. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a good idea. <laughs> they do it. I know. And then they like took a shit on me for saying like, oh yeah, can you do that? <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah. So I don't know, but I'm going to see him and um, some of my guy friends uh, in June. Um, they're going to be visiting New York. So I feel like that might be the time or not, because I don't know when I'm going to see him after that. That's also, true. if he actually is listening to this episode, I feel like now he really like has to get the hint. <laughs> Your process of elimination. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I forgot you like named every other friend that was there. Um, um yeah. So maybe this is this is you shooting your shot, sir. I don't know. I actually really do like that um text idea. Maybe I'll do that later. Hit me up if you need any more. <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah so that was Hawaii I came back I was all like oh I have such a crush on him and they were all like sending all my friends were that brought cameras on the trip they were sending us pictures like the edited pictures every time they would send a picture of him I was like oh my god man um my man even though he like doesn't know he's my man he's my man Um, yeah. Okay. So I came back from Hawaii and then what happened from there? Okay. Some friends from New York were visiting LA. Um, and then I don't know. I, I I actually, I think it was just like this past weekend. Um, so this past weekend we all were like going out, um, like friends of friends, like whatever. Um, and there was this guy that, came or that was Mm -hmm. a part of the festivities um that I've met before like I've met I want to say like two years ago pre-COVID when I was still in grad school um I think we were out at the bar somewhere and the first time I met met him he was like drunk AF pretty sure he was blacked out and he was just like a little a little sloppy Mm. um and I remember him like trying to hit on me and I just like I don't know. I didn't receive it well because I think he was so drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I like saw him again, like this past weekend, like at these festivities and I remember him. So he would like walk through the door and I was like, Oh, like he looks, he looks different. Like, I don't know what it is, but he looks different. 
and like he he's looking cute like you know he looks good um and it was so funny because he walked through the door I was like oh hey you know trying to say like oh like you know have you been and then he's in that awkward thing where he's like oh hey my na- my name is I was like oh shit I was oh, like damn it <laughs> I know I was like wow you really like didn't remember me but I don't know don't later- remember <laughs> <laughs> But later he put like two and two together. Um, and yeah, he was just like being super flirty again. Um, and, but I don't know, like this time around, I don't know what it was, but maybe it's because he was sober, like, Mm -hmm. you know, time had passed. I don't know. This time around, he kind of just seemed like he had his shit together. Um, me and my friend, when we were at like his house, um, there was like house party, um, we were like, oh, we're super hungry. We were thinking we we're going to step out and um, go pick up some food. And he heard us and he was like, oh, um, are you guys hungry? Like, I haven't eaten dinner yet either. I was going to make some food. Like, I can make extra if you want. And me and my friend were like, oh, really? <laughs> A like gentleman. This- <laughs> yeah, we were like, this man is going to make food for us? Okay. Um. So he made food for us. Like he made some burgers that they were going to make the next day, but he also made Brussels sprouts. He made a nice little vegetable on the side. I was like, wow. Responsible. Right. I was like, wow. Like this is an adult right here. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is what it looks like. (laughs) Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, and just like the rest of the night he was just being like the best host like super catering to like me and my friend you know like anytime we were saying like oh like we're super thirsty or like you know he would ask us if we want water he would get he would get us water like he would get his gum like I don't know like the man was on it um wow and like throughout the whole time I kind of was just like like flirting with him a little bit um, and then it started to come back to him and he was like, oh, he was like, oh yeah, I, re- I remember that laugh. Like it's cute. Um, he's like, I remember liking you that night when I met you and like, it, yeah, like kind of just like really throwing it out there. Um, see, he shot his shot, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then like, I saw him again the next night. And so like between that night and the next one, I was like really thinking about it again. I was like, I was talking to, um, I was talking to D and I was like, oh yeah, I don't know. Because like, again, so he's like part of a friend group that I'm not that close to, but like, they're still friends. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know if it's weird again don't want to like mess up dynamics here but you know mm. like he's looking hella cute like <laughs> I don't know like something like something about him is different and it's kind of just like you know getting to me this time yeah um and then I remembered what my therapist said about like overthinking it and you know just go for it so I was like I was in that like mental space mm-hmm. walking into the festivities of the next night and I was just like pretty much talking to him the whole time and like flirting it up with him and one thing leads to another and we end up okay also I'm gonna put it out there like anyone that's listening right now and you don't want to hear about my sex life we're about to get into that so you should probably tap out now (laughs) bye guys (laughs) (laughs) okay so 
we ended up hooking up that night right um mm-hmm. and it was okay and I remember looking so he lives super far in the valley and I live like in San Gabriel kind of um I remember like looking at an uber and an uber from his house to my house would have been 150 dollars I like insane. two or three a.m and he was like oh like I can just take you home so I kind of slept I yeah I slept at his place the next morning kind of. I, know, I, was like, I don't know why I said kind of. I, like I did I did fact <laughs> um the next morning I wake up and it, it was so I don't know I, I think it was just me I was like oh this is a walk of shame like in a in like a boy's shared house where like all our friends were so I'm waking yeah. up the next day with like my clothes on my hair's a mess and I'm like in the bathroom I was like hey like do you have mouthwash were you the only girl that stayed over yeah everyone else left okay yeah so I feel like like, boys don't care about that though yeah so I think that's the thing I was like okay I think maybe I'm a little bit embarrassed but they really like don't give a fuck yeah I feel like they're probably oblivious like oh you just came out of that room cool Yeah. Um, okay. And then, so he takes me home, which was also very nice because I live super far and he dropped me off. Um, and I kind of, <laughs> I kind of was like making fun of him because I was like, Oh, like, I guess I'll just like never see you again because I'm moving, like I'm moving in June. And he was like, Oh my God, like you're moving in June. Like I'm going to see you before you leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was funny because when he dropped me off, um, I forgot how we started talking. Oh, he was listening to one of our podcast episodes, the one where we were talking about like periods and birth control. Who run the world? Yes. Um, <laughs> and I told him, I was like, oh, this was the episode that kind of inspired me to like get off of my birth control because, you know, I've been on it for so long. I'm scared it's messing up my body. Like, why do I need to be on it? And he yeah. was like, well, probably because of like, you know, instances like last night. I was like, yeah, but like you, like you can just wear a condom. Like why, you know, why do I have to put myself on birth control? He was like, well, the condoms from last night were really old. And I was like, oh, that's Whose fine. fault like, is that though? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's fine. My mom really wants grandkids. <laughs> and he looked at me. He was like, his, his jaw literally dropped. <laughs> literally a ghost face. Like, holy fucking shit. What did I just do? <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, wait, so if you accidentally got pregnant, you would keep it? I was like, yeah, like I'm not in high school anymore. Like I'm older, like, you know, I'm a little more capable. Like, yeah. Again, his jaw was still like <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> really? He was probably shitting his pants. <laughs> I know. Um, so he dropped me off. Um, yeah, and the poor guy, I think I like was fucking with him too much. I like was half kidding and half like being serious. Like I've had conversations like this, like with other friends and like I don't know. Anyways. Okay. But then the next, the next day I wake up, I wake up to a text from him and he goes, Hey Lauren, like, um, sorry to text you so late. Uh, but like when you wake up tomorrow, like, can I talk to you about something super important? Um, so anyways, I had a feeling the conversation was going to be bad. He calls me, um, and he goes, he goes, so I like, when I was cleaning, I realized like one of the condoms was empty and he was like, I kind of just wanted to talk to you to see how you would feel about taking um, a morning after pill. Um, yeah. And I was like, 
I had a feeling this is what the conversation was going to be because yeah. you, you know, you don't wake up to a text like that. Yeah. Um, and I could tell it was urgent and he was like kind of freaking out. Um, but anyways, I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like, how would you feel about, you know, like if I drive out to you and I like go pick it up, like, would you be willing to take it? Like, are you comfortable with that? He was like, I'm really sorry that you have to do this. Like, I, it's not your fault. Um, he was like, I'm, he, he was just very apologetic. He was like, I'm very mm-hmm. sorry. Like, I'm, I'm sorry to put you through this. Yeah. Um, and I told him, I was like, yeah, like I, I understand, but yeah, like I I'm down to take it. Um, it's totally fine. Um, and yeah. so he drove all the way out from the Valley to where I live and to meet me at a CVS. Um, and so I was like kind of doing stuff and he was texting me. He was like, oh, I got here. He was like, I can just go in and get it um, unless you want to talk to the pharmacist. Like, is there anything you want to talk to the pharmacist about? And I was like, no, um, can you just, yeah, like, that'd be great if he could just go in and get it. Yeah. Um, so I meet him at a CVS. I get in the car um, and he was, and so he had it and then we, we were trying to open it and we couldn't open it because it was in like those stupid, complicated, like plastic boxes where like you need scissors to open it. Um, anyways, I told him, I was like, oh, if you just go inside and like, um, ask them to open, open it for you, I'm sure they will. Um, was this awkward at all for you guys? Like, was this interaction weird? (laughs) I've never been in this situation before. I'm just curious, but like the whole, like sitting in the car, like trying to open it, like it was definitely awkward. It was for sure awkward. I feel like every time, like any, any time you have to go through this and it's not your significant other, I feel like anytime it's just, it's awkward. Um, yeah. Mm. And so he was like, oh, um, he was like, I can just go inside and get scissors. Like if you don't want to go in, I was like, yeah, I, I, I definitely don't want to go in. Yeah. And he was like, okay, here, you can sit in here. I'll turn on the AC, like make sure you're comfortable. He was like, also, I didn't know if you had water. So I got you water. I don't know. It was, it was a very strange situation, but I will say that he did a very good job of like being a gentleman throughout the whole process. Yeah. I was going to say like the way that he approached the situation, like, I feel like after you had that conversation with him about like, oh, I would probably keep the kid. And then he was like, oh, knowing that like, if knowing that she likely would keep a child that's mine I don't want to come at her and be like you need to take this pill yeah 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 exactly so I don't know I I just like was very impressed because I don't know he was just like thoughtful throughout the whole thing like the fact that he drove all the way from you know out in the boonies you know, to where I am and he got it and he paid for it. He made sure like he got me water. Um, he made sure that I didn't have to go inside. And even in that phone call conversation, when he was like telling me what happened, like, you know, he started off on the phone. He was like, how was your day? Like, you know, what did you do? You know, that the rest of yesterday, like, I don't know. He just, I was just very impressed. Um, and again, like he wasn't forcing it down my throat. Like he asked me, he was like, would you feel comfortable? So I don't know, pro tip, like for any of the men, if you have to do this, just, you know, ask, yeah, don't assume just ask and also like pay for it. 
yeah make sure she's feeling comfortable yeah I feel like I feel like that's a very uncomfortable situation for both parties but it's especially uncomfortable for someone who will have to carry a child Mm -hmm. if if it was conceived true but oh my god it was so cute like after so we opened it I took it and I was like oh this is kind of weird because you're like literally watching me like take it um and he was like oh yeah I'm supervising I was like oh you're making sure like I I actually swallowed it and I like wasn't hiding it under my tongue (laughs) (laughs) I don't know we were kind of like joking around but like seriously like at the end of it he was like again he was like I'm really sorry that you have to do this um but he was like I really hope like this doesn't make things awkward between us because he was like you know I think you're cool and you know I like you I you know, I hope that we can like continue hanging out or whatever. I was like, yeah. Oh, are you still talking to him? Um, I was texting him, um, for a little bit, like, like after that whole day, I kind of just texted him like at the end of it. I was like, Oh, like again, like, I really just want to say like, thank you so much for like, you know, driving out here and like getting me water, like literally everything that he did because, I don't know. It was just a gentlemanly way to go about it. Yes. Um, Wait. Can I ask how old he is? So he's younger than me. Really? Only by a year. He's 26. That's impressive for a 26-year-old. Right? I was like, I don't... I, his, I, his mom his parents must have done a really good job raising him yeah. because he's honestly he's like such a nice guy and so sweet and very thoughtful that like he's also I've I've learned he's a relationship guy so I do have mm-hmm. a feeling that I'm gonna see him before I leave but then I, again I was like ah, I was like when I'm leaving yeah I was like why is this <laughs> happening I was like you know like this nice man comes into my life and I'm like receptive of it like this time around yeah that's probably why Cause you're like, you're open, you're opening yourself up, Lauren, and you're open to the love that the universe has to give you. And it's not freaking 30 year olds who are mean to you. I know. Oh my God. But speaking of 30 year olds, so real estate man hit me up and I'm, (laughs) I know I'm supposed to hang out with him supposedly this Saturday, but I'm really not holding out hope for it. And again, he Instagram DM me. Yeah, tell him to stop that shit. Like, cut it out, bro. <laughs> so annoying. Um, what are you gonna do with him on Saturday? Um, I were supposed to go to the beach. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but I'm gonna break the news to him that I'm moving. So, see you okay. later, Saka. Just kidding. I feel like out of the three boys you just talked about right now he's the one that you can definitely leave in LA (laughs) yeah I'm not I'm not gonna have like any regrets or any bad feelings about ditching him what if he tries to come visit you would you let him um may mm, see the thing is like (laughs) he's like all right but the thing that really (laughs) the thing that gets me is like the sex is really good uh, it's only happened once so that's why you keep him around yeah I don't yeah, basically, yeah I'm like he's so mean you why you keep him around that's why <laughs> we get to the bottom line but I like I don't have like I'm not fully invested like 
I'm in fully like I am clear on his role in my life and I don't Mm -hmm. I don't you know like I'm not hung up on whether or not I'm gonna hang out hang out with him yeah it either happens or it doesn't and I'm not gonna bend over backwards to hang out with him so it's fine um yeah but I was getting overwhelmed because like all these like all these things that are happening with men and like this other guy this other guy who was gonna talk about him (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what is happening in my life at all but basically florida's four men right now (laughs) long story short this guy who's like a friend of a friend i guess we're friends i don't know i've known him for a while he's hit on you like every single time you hung out with him i know i he's definitely yeah he's for sure hit on me every single time i've seen him wait this is the one that wanted to marry you in vegas right (laughs) yeah yeah okay he's coming back around yeah and he was like oh like what do you have you been to i don't know he was like have you been to insert his hometown um He was like, oh, have you been there? Like, oh, you should come back with me. You can meet my family. Like, they always ask, like, how come I never have a girlfriend? I was like, what, it's, what is even coming out of your mouth right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, but so this guy, okay, like, he's a homie hopper. Like, he's dated or tried to, like, hit on a lot of girls that I know and my friends. And <clears throat> he's dated a 19-year-old, 18-year-old. Oh yeah, twenty year old. I don't know. She was a little child. He's a dog, basically. <laughs> it's like what it is. He's a dog. Um, and yeah, so he kind of just like re-entered, kind of like re-entered my life. He like wants to hang out, and he was like, "Oh, we should hang out before you leave." So I don't really know what's going on in my life. Like I don't know why all of this is happening right now. Me neither. But it's a good time. Just roll with it. I know. I I have summed it up to like, I'm making my farewell tour. There you go. (laughs) Like I was here. I've lived in LA for how long? And y'all know that I've lived here. You didn't want me while I was here. (laughs) But all of a sudden when I'm leaving. (laughs) That's why. Because you're leaving. Yeah. That's what it's shocked up to, Lauren. So for everyone listening, if there's a boy that you like, just leave. (laughs) They'll come. Just decide to leave the state and then they'll realize that they fucked up and they want to make a move now. That's true. That's the best advice we could ever give. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's my dating life. (laughs) Um, we spent 40 minutes talking about Lauren's love life. Oh God. We can skip on to like enough about me. Mm. Why don't let's talk about like our our like exciting career moves? Well, at least we think it's exciting, or at least I do. I think it's exciting. I think every new adventure or chapter in life is exciting. And <laughs> and this next one is is a big one, y'all. Share the news with the people. You go first. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> silence, please, for the big announcement. <clears throat> Lauren and I got new jobs. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! 
Hey, cue the cheering in the background. <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah, so Lauren and I got new jobs. Um, they're still in PR, but they are at different companies. And I think, um, I don't know what else to fucking say. It's kind of sad. It's like the end of an era because, you know, that's where you and I first met. Oh, yeah. Started our careers there. Yeah, that's it's it's uh, it's sad, but it's also um, exciting. And I was told the other day by like a like a former colleague at this point that um, <clears throat> I have been more excited at work lately <laughs> and that I've been happier. <laughs> and I was like, that's really interesting that you noticed it's probably because I'm leaving because you feel the freedom you can exactly. taste the freedom it's so close it's so yeah. close it's so funny because so this week was my first week at my new job and I can't say much because you know like I'm still getting acclimated mm-hmm. but so far it's been good like everyone I work with um or that I've met they've all been really great super friendly, very welcoming. Like I'm excited to work on the accounts I'm going to be working on. And I was like, this is such a weird feeling to actually be like excited about work. And like, there was one night where like, I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) I know it was so strange. It was so weird. It's like such a weird feeling for me. And like, from what I can tell, this company is like, it's a lot different from, mm-hmm. um, my previous one in like mm-hmm. in the best possible ways. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited. I'm super happy for both of us because yeah. we've been wanting to leave for quite some time now. Yeah. That's the truth. That's the truth. We never shared with you guys, but honestly, I'm like really jealous of you right now that you said that you like couldn't sleep. Cause you're so excited. Like, I feel like I can't sleep cause I'm so fucking stressed out. <laughs> Yep. Well, I've been there too. (laughs) And it's like the opposite. And I'm like, I want that feeling. I want to be happy again. And like, I want to want to do the work again. Yes. Oh my God. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. This week, like they've slowly been giving me stuff to do and I'm, yeah, I definitely feel like more willing and like motivated to do the things. I'm like, wow, this is such a strange feeling that I have not felt in a very long time. Yeah. Seriously. I I mean, I, I understand that. I feel like, yeah, I was talking to like a former colleague who, um, works at a different company and she was telling me about that, like feeling like when you leave a job and go to another one and how it's like so scary, but also at the same time, like so exciting because then you get to actually prove to this new company, what you know and how much, you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that just stuck with me because, at this, I don't even know if I'm going to keep this, we're going to keep this in, but at this current, at the former place, um, it didn't really matter how much you knew or how much you did. You were kind of just put in a pipeline pending if you were a favorite of the decision maker. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you can keep that in. <laughs> yeah. Buck. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we can, we can dive in later, but our former, um, agency, um, it was very difficult. 
Yeah, it was hard to navigate. It was very toxic. You can like look back. I I don't fully understand like the wholeness of the toxicity, but like now that I've been taking a step back, it's so much easier to see Mm -hmm. just how bad it is. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Like both of us have gone through different phases while we were there of just dealing with like straight up abuse. Yeah. Um, and like being taken advantage of. Yeah. And it also was like really difficult. So the other, I think the other struggle too, was both of us were trying to understand like why some of our like white counterparts were moving up quicker than we were. Yeah. And And why they were given opportunities to move up and we weren't. Yeah. And you really can't help but wonder like if like race has a part to play in that which I think it does when you like I mean if you take a step back and look at the the agency as a whole and you look at the the who is working in which positions like people of color are in junior positions there's like maybe three or four that are in senior leadership and they're kind of all one color Mm-hmm. so I mean they really took BLM what's that word literally oh yeah instead of thinking like BLM is probably a lot more than just one thing yeah I feel like we're dancing around this subject and it's so difficult to not be open about it right now I know I, I think in a couple of months we can probably dive deeper into it but um we're still under contracts. I, know. I was like, well, <laughs> we can revisit this later. Um, so for listeners that aren't in the PR or agency world, like often like standard practice is like NDAs. So yeah, that's why we're kind of being like a little vague because we're not trying to get sued out here. Nope. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so moving on. Yes, both of us have new jobs. We're super excited. Both of us really needed this change. I think it's gonna be really good for us. Um, and within yeah. that change, Lauren is moving to New York. Yeah. So kind of how that happened was I was thinking about it for a while and um, two of my best friends like just recently moved out there, uh, Deanna and Judy. Um, and with this new job, I had originally reached out to a friend who works there um, last year and told him that I wanted to move to New York. And if there's any openings in the New York office to let me know. So he reached back out again to let me know that they were hiring. And I like triple confirmed with him. I was like, Hey, like, I know when I originally reached out, I was asking about New York, like, is it still possible? Can I still make the move? And he basically told me that they're working remote right now. And as long as I'm near one of their home offices, um, it really doesn't matter where I live. And I was like going through the process this week. Literally, it's only like, it's only been my third day. And I was asking my manager and just like different people, like just trying to like gauge like their thoughts on like how the move would go and if they were open to it. And literally all of them like were super supportive. They're like, oh, you should do it. So basically the the stars were kind of aligning for this. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the job was on board. Um, you know, two of my best friends live out there right now, so I wouldn't be completely alone. Um, yeah, so I'm making the move. I'm going to be moving. 
hopefully to Brooklyn. I'm still trying to figure out this apartment situation. Um, but my plan is to move the second week of June. That's exciting. I know. I was super scared. Like when the job, when the new company was on board with it, I like almost chickened out because I got scared. I was like, oh, can I really like make a cross country move? Like I've gotten so comfortable being in LA, being close to my family. Yeah. I mean, I think if you do it, then that's going to like give you a better sense of whether or not you want to stay in LA or if you want to like move around again or like what your mindset will be then. But I think that moving is what everyone should probably do in their life. Yeah. So I was like, I I was like trying to talk myself up, you know, when I had that like moment of doubt, I was like, now is the time. Like if I want to do it, I need to do it now. And I need to put myself in a situation that's going to force me to grow. And I want like that life experience. So yeah, I'm doing it. I'm getting rid of my car next week, which is going to be really sad. Crazy. I know that's going to be so wild. I can't even understand. I know what that's going to be like. I mean, I can because I did it, but like, it's still going to be crazy for you. (laughs) I know. Uh, Yeah. But I I'm excited because I don't know. I have also always wanted to live by myself. Like right now I live with my parents and I don't know. I've always kind of just like, it's been a dream of mine to just live by myself. Yeah. I want to know what it's like to walk around without pants on Yeah, or (laughs) naked. Like dance around naked. I don't know. Maybe smoke a joint. Like just, just be comfortable in my own yeah. spot. <laughs> just be myself. Live my best life by myself. <laughs> I feel that. Exactly. I feel that. On the flip side, I'm not moving, guys. Or at least not at the moment. <laughs> but I am looking at apartments. So mm. maybe I'll also be able to get to walk around the kitchen naked <laughs> by myself. You and I are going to be in a long distance relationship too. We are. It is going to be long distance for now, guys. Until you move. If, if I move. I told you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the listeners what I told you. If I can afford Brooklyn, I will move. But if I can't afford Brooklyn, like I've looked at surrounding areas and everything is pretty much the same. I mean, except for Harlem, obviously, or like Washington Heights, but like, Washington Heights is so far up like Manhattan and like Harlem's like kind of in the middle but like I just don't know if I want to live in Harlem yeah I feel that I realized today that I probably don't need to look at apartments in Brooklyn like I can look in Manhattan if I want to Mm -hmm. apparently they have office there but also like I don't even think I need to live near one of the offices because I think like the company is still trying to figure out if they want to go back in the office. And I guess they um, got a survey back from um, employees saying that most employees don't want to go into the office for a full week. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if that's the case, then I don't even need to look at apartments that are within walking distance to the office. Like I can live wherever I want in Brooklyn. Yeah. You can, you can always take the train. The train is so much faster. That too. Yeah, I don't mind the train and it's really easy to learn. Yeah. I mean, I've taken public transportation before in college, like when I lived in San Francisco, mm-hmm. Barton Muni. So it it doesn't like intimidate me too much. I know that subway is kind of like a beast in its own, but yeah, 
I remember when I first moved to the city for like a summer, one of my roommates, she was trying to like figure out the train system so that she could take it to work. And she, she ended up getting lost and like, she like ended up in like midtown or something. And she was like, I had no idea where I was. So I just called an Uber to take me home. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, cool. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. So I'll be moving. It's exciting. Lauren got a new job. She's moving. She has four new booze. Oh my God. <laughs> what is my life right now? I don't know. There's so much change. I know. I don't know what's happening. Those are Lauren's really big life updates, guys. I know. I pretty much just talked about myself this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this was an episode about Lauren, you guys. <laughs> Lauren spilled the details on her life and she exposed herself a little bit. I know. Um, I, I feel like by now I should be a little more concerned about like being so open about my life, but who cares? It's too late. Oh my God. Did I tell you that I rode in the cop car? Yeah, you did. You did? told me. Oh my God. You guys, <laughs> this was the night we set up. Um, like our friend was one of Lauren's friends. Um <laughs> You guys, I went out to WeHo originally just to get dinner, but the party got started at dinner, got a little drunk, decided why should we end right now, went to Rocco's in WeHo, which is owned by Lance Bass, where my friend got us in because she was flirting with one of the security guards, (laughs) brought us up to the front of the line and put us in a table. We then proceeded to call Lauren who was drunk in Hawaii with all of our friends. I was so drunk. Like that night I was plastered. I don't even remember like parts of our conversation or how Mm -hmm. I hooked up your friend with my friend. Me neither. I don't Oh, We were showing her on the phone and then you were like, come here, come here, King J. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The fact that you called him that, he's going to be dying if he listens to that. (laughs) (laughs) We do not need to call him that. I, I, I am not going to call him that and give him the satisfaction. Because- <laughs> just it Wong. We were like, come here, come here. <laughs> and you were like, look at her, look at her. And then we were showing her and, he, and you were like, do you want to hang out with him? <laughs> Literally just like all of a sudden, like you tried setting them up. <laughs> like, oh I don't know God. what happened. I'm hilarious. <laughs> And then, and then I jumped on the bandwagon because I was like, that's a good idea. Let's get them the, each other's numbers. And then we followed them on Instagram. Oh, yeah, and we you- were trying hella hard. All I remember was I was like, I was drunk and I was looking at what she was wearing. I was like, Justin, look at her boots. <laughs> like, look at the top she's wearing. Lauren <laughs> literally made him like come and stare at the phone. <laughs> okay. But yeah, okay. So she made us take shots, right? And we were like, Lauren, we're, we're not like, we're in a bar. <laughs> and she was like, shot, shot, shot. So me and Steph were like, okay, let's, let's take some shots then. We took some shots and it, this was, it was probably like 11 o'clock at this point. And we were like, all right, let's go home now. WeHo was getting a little too WeHo, a little too packed. There were people everywhere. 
I'm not vaccinated yet. So I was like, let me take my ass home before I get sick. <laughs> so we were going home and <clears throat> we like we walked because it's like pretty close to my house. It's like only a mile away. And we were passing by these policemen and they were both in their cars, like stationed near the actual like police department. And we we're walking by and I looked at him and I was like, I wish you could just give me a ride home. so I didn't have to call an Uber. And he I, I didn't know that he heard me like I was just drunkenly walking down the street. And but then like we got a little bit farther and him and his friend pulled up next to us and they were like, oh, do you guys want to ride? And I looked at him and I was like, is this a good yes. idea? And I looked at Steph and she looked at me and I was like, okay, let's do it. So this guy and his friend, I remember he was like, one of them was trying to get like Steph to go into the other guy's car. But I was like, no, 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 Steph, you come with me. We're a package deal. We're coming yeah. together. I was like, I'm not riding in the car by myself. That's not going to be fun. So he put us in the back seat, which might I add are very uncomfortable. If you've ever been in the back of a cop car. <laughs> like literally the most uncomfortable thing in the world. It's just a bench. I don't even know if there's seatbelts. It's just a bench. Ew. <laughs> and you get like two feet of room and then it's a glass wall. And this man was like speeding. He was running red lights. He would turn his fucking lights off <laughs> anytime oh he like God. did some illegal shit. And I was like, do you do this a lot? <laughs> like, is this just what you guys do? With two drunk rolls in the backseat. <laughs> exactly but he dropped me off at home and then Steph took pictures um of all of us and I would show you guys <laughs> what this looked like <laughs> me and Stephanie drunkenly taking pictures with two fucking cops they were like they were young though they were I was gonna say were they at least cute no but they were young so it, I think because they were younger I think I felt a little more like safe and they were like one was black and one was like like Mexican probably mm. so I didn't feel like it was some like creepy like old ass like white man asking me if I wanted to ride home <laughs> it was like young kids that like probably heard me ask them yeah two feet ago that I wanted to ride home from them but I remember like I sent the picture to my mom and she was like oh, did you get in trouble what happened <laughs> what did you do and I was like I'm smiling what in the picture <laughs> Like, why you would I? You should have texted your mom, send her the picture. Can you bail me out of jail? Oh, I should have. That would have been so funny. That would have been so funny. She would have started freaking out. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea next time. That's a good story. Solid. I mean, who can say time. that they've ridden in the back of a cop car after getting drunk at a bar? Most Willingly. times. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, wait, right after I said that, I feel like probably that's happened to a lot of people, but for different reasons. Yes. Willingly got picked up by <laughs> Exactly. And then so when I got home, right, I obviously was on this high because I just got out of a comp car. I thought it was so cool. Get on the phone with Lauren again. <laughs> reason like Lauren was a part of this night like the entire time while she was in Hawaii and Lauren puts me on a FaceTime with one of her friends from last weekend <laughs> huh oh oh I remember I remember uh we were FaceTiming one of my other guy friends who wasn't on the trip with me yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's coming back to me. I don't know why I, I like FaceTime so many people that night. I don't, <laughs> I like, I think like I was talking to you and I was like, Oh, let's call all my other friends. <laughs> you like linked us into a FaceTime with your other friend. I was so awkward. I was like, hi, I'm Danielle. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh yeah. 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 I vaguely remember that. <laughs> fun times, fun Good times. Good times. We shared a lot of updates going on in our lives. Me, um, <laughs> most of it was mostly me. I exposed myself a lot. Lauren oh. just told you guys what's happened in the last two weeks of your life. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, because I know our audience is invested in my dating life. So I just thought mm-hmm. they should know. Just no, I, I, I think that they will want to know and I think that they're gonna want to know what happens to the first man I think I'm gonna I think they're gonna want to know whether or not you texted him and I think they're gonna want to know what happens after he visits you (laughs) I know makes me nervous you should keep me updated too (laughs) oh don't worry I'll keep you updated um (laughs) Yeah, so we're we're excited to take you on this journey with us. Thanks yes. for listening to me event. Thanks for hanging out with us. Tune in next time to hear us talk more shit. <laughs> See you next time, mommy. Hey, 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 hey. hey.